0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin I'm Mark Halpin
1: And I'm Michael Dwyer um, We're just moving on from the wounds of a recent Junior B game And I suppose uh, it's good that we have a guest here to lighten the mood and, and settle the <laughs> atmosphere Cormac, O'Byrne, uh, 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 Blue Zone Fitness, it's great to have you Well that's how's it You've come all the way across the border for today's podcast. Uh, yeah, across podcast. the border
2: from, from uh, near Carlow, Yes, yeah, is, yeah. So not but you—you not
1: not you frequently breach the boundary to, for, yeah, to yeah, train the people in North Wexford. <laughs>
2: yeah, I have a gym down in Cranford there, so yeah, it's uh, that's not too far. When did you set it up? Um, I I started Blues On Fitness Online about two years ago, and the gym is gym. I only opened the gym in January, so it's yeah. mostly online training. But I decided to open the gym down in January. Brilliant. So it's not too far.
1: Well, it's great to have you, and we'll. Knuckle down into everything about Blue Zone Fitness in a few moments But first we have our Parish of the Week And this week, it doesn't come from um, anything in the press This is fresh off the papers uh, Well, fresh news anyway This is from Kilkirin in Go- County Galway And we'll put up the video there on our Facebook page But there's been great celebrations there in Kilkirin in Galway To mark the parish priest's Silver Jubilee Because they couldn't have a celebration Or people gathered together They had them on a sofa It looked like a fine sofa actually Mark Helping Furniture Helping Furniture Sofa Yeah yeah Yeah. So he's on the back of uh, He's on a sofa On the back of a trailer And uh, there's some Emergency service Blue light people uh, With the uh, Alarms Or the the Sirens Bringing him around The parish And he's going at some pace As well in the video Uh, He he is He's absolutely flighted. That's what I wrote down When I see it He's going at some pace Like Yeah like, it would have been better if they had some sort of socially distant celebration because, like, if I was a local parishioner and I want to see my parish priest with his 25-year gig, I mean, you get three seconds of him and he's gone. He's yeah. going on to the next townland uh, down the road, you know? <laughs> it's, it's not good enough, really. But anyway, fair play to them for the effort they got and the fine sofa they got for him. And they even have the red and white colours there of Kilkieran and Galway. Um, we actually got this uh, sent on WhatsApp through a, a friend of a friend and the friend of the friend said that this would be the biggest uh, accolade ever be stowed upon Kilkerin in Galway, so um, it's it must be quite the little small place in Galway. So now they have their moment of, of glory, and they claim the parish of the week title. We send it in the post. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful. The private priest parade. <laughs> <laughs> We've a uh, uh, an eclectic mix of stories, but one this week I loved it from the Limerick Leader, and it's also covered in the Irish Times. And it's about one Eddie Costello.
2: Did you hear about this? That uh? I didn't see this. No, no.
1: So he won uh, five hundred thousand in the Euro Millions, and. But it's, it's not just any standard uh, lot of victory. He, he puts it down to uh, a lot of emotion. He says seven years it took him because he promised his mother on his deathbed, he said ma'am I'm going to win the lotto one of these days and she said son you will and he's been chasing this for quite some time so he won some small lottos and uh, using his mother's anniversary date and that netted him 15,000 from two draws and he did a euro his quick pick he got half a million he's on top of the world he's given up his taxi because he doesn't want to be listened to drunk people anymore he's finished he's done with that. So it's quite the story, really, from uh, from this uh, Limerick man. It's great to see as well that this man's, like, his dreams really are fulfilled from this, I think. Like, you know, he, he, the mortgage is paid off. He's getting a new van. The woman is getting a new car, whatever she wants. Uh, they're going to buy her house. their house. They're going to have a nice holiday home in Lanzarote. And the Liverpool fan is also considering becoming a season ticket holder at the club. So um, it's it's a great uh, story altogether. And um, there's one more thing about it. Oh, yeah. So when he got the of ticket, he made a promise to someone that he was going to... Give money to a mental health unit in Limerick. And um, he said, oh, I'd be down during the week with a donation. So now he'd have to probably give more than a fiver for that after winning the Euro Millions that day. So that's quite the story from the Limerick leader. Yeah. Yeah,
0: mad, isn't
1: it? Really is mad, yeah. A strange it's... promise to make your dying mother that you're <laughs> going to gamble.
3: <laughs> and I'm going
0: to keep gambling until I win for you, Mammy.
1: Yeah. Also how the mother's influence would have something to do with a lottery victory like it's just it's funny it's mm, a strange one yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's got me thinking anyway <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. it was their anniversary date or yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. morbid or... Mor- <laughs> morbid yeah <laughs> <laughs> my favourite numbers <laughs> <laughs>
1: So there you have it. Well, not as lucky for one man elsewhere. We go to Donegal and they have a report from the court reports. I always go to the court reports. I, I don't know why. Uh, there's one story here of a man pleading guilty after he stole beard oil from a Donegal supermarket. So we don't know how much the beard oil was. But on a date between June 20th and June 23rd in 2020, a man went into super and in Killybegs and he took the beard oil. Beard oil even. The judge asked, why did you steal that? Why did you not pay for it in the normal way? The defendant replied It was just a stupid mistake So he was uh, I think He was got probation On it on the, But uh, regardless anyway um, It's a reminder to us all To remember to pay For our beard oil Whenever we buy Actually Mark You're sporting a beard At the moment uh, uh, yeah. Do you use beard oil? Not anymore I did I had a very long beard Do you remember
0: A couple of weeks yes. ago I had a very long beard I was using beard oil then And beard shampoo It helped tremendously With itching and things like that but uh, it's not that expensive yeah it's not Yeah, so I don't think there's a need to actually become a beard oil bandit
1: yeah and the fact that he said it was a mistake it it begs the question like did he actually just walk out accidentally with it and then no you don't think so no No. he hid it in his beard (laughs) (laughs) anyhow there's a scandal in Galway and this comes from the Connacht Tribune. So there was a practice of Galway City Council collecting the grass cuttings from local residents' cleans-up. Um, and now they're not going to do that because they say that it had been leading to um, a natural product being turned into a waste product which had to be disposed of. Um, they, they actually, The council has actually accused local the, the local community groups of Uh, Cutting the grass too short Thereby eliminating many species that attract bees Such as orchids And they were also cutting back of shrubbery During the bird nesting season That's a cardinal sin anyway So um, yeah Did you know that these were such uh, uh, crimes?
0: No, no, no no, I didn't Uh, I am very concerned about the bees though I like bees, I hate wasps yeah. I don't know if you how useful feel about wasps now, but they're just godless incarnations of everything wrong about existence. Right. I cannot stand them. Yeah. I hate them. And like if you see me and a wasp is near me, I do and
1: everything I drop everything and I roll. Really? Yeah, I just I can't do it. Can't handle wasps. I had a funny experience actually with a wasp there yesterday. I was sitting down by the Univara in Courthouse and the wasps came on me and I was there and I looked at it and I said, Do you know what? I was feeling very zen. I've been on two weeks on your leave and I said, Do you know what? I'm going to just Sit this one out I'm going Mm -hmm. to see If he's going to bite me Bite me If he's not He's not He didn't bite me He
0: flew off Jesus you are a psycho (laughs) (laughs) Who does that (laughs) 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 So now um, I wish I was like that I wish I could be more calm Under that sort of pressure Without uh, I freak out
1: Yeah Well regardless anyway The the people The resident groups there in Galway They are not calm They uh, brand this this decision Of the county council As uh, ridiculous And it's a big mistake a big mistake, no less, and um, so now they've been told that they should mulch the uh, the cuttings instead of um getting the council to dispose of it. So that's what's so going on in Galway. Leave the grass on the grass, the
0: yeah, grass on top in thin layers. Yeah, I was enlightened by this article actually because previously I would have thought you know I'd go into an estate and see all the grass left on the grass and I think slobbery, but now I'll look at it and I'll think of heroism and biodiversity. <laughs> I think we
1: can leave the podcast at that, that's such a <laughs> heroic message Thank you Mark And so those are our local newspapers So now we can get down into Blue Zone Fitness Blue Zone, I, I love how You know, you're only going to Two years Cormac and you, you comment briefly on it I'm sure you've gone into detail about it in the past But the, you know, it's the fact, the fact that there are Areas in the world that are um, Very good at uh, Living lo- as
2: long and healthy lives L- Living long and healthy lives Tell us a bit about that yeah, well, I was I actually got I was watching a, a documentary on Netflix about maybe, maybe three years ago and I was trying to think of a name for the, for the company for for ages like since I since I left college like, and I couldn't think of anything and, and I came across this blue zone idea and it's it just hit me straight away that it would be it would be an ideal uh it would be ideal for for a name of a fitness company. So basically like blue zones are areas where people live longer live longer than anywhere else in the world. They have more centenarians than anywhere else so they live about more people live above one hundred than anywhere else, um. And as far like various reasons, not just for nutrition, it's not just for, it's how they live in the community, the sunlight. There's so much different reasons why they live. It's not just one one thing, but um. Yeah, no. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting concept. I think.
1: Is it a concept that like you try, like to apply to your practice like as a whole, like um. It, is there a long-term vision of like having like people that pass through your place and say, "Oh, sure, I went to him," and sure this area now is a blue zone? Or yeah, that's that, 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 that
2: obviously that would be the plan. Obviously, maybe if would, a good few years' time that you maybe had like say like the gym now is the, the blue zone as such, but uh, that you'd have a very various blue zones around Ireland or wherever it is like that. Be, that's the that's obviously the long-term goal. But it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a it's uh, a long have you way. Heard off, of yeah. This
1: before Mark?
0: no No, no. Oh. Kind of, but I wouldn't have not remembered the name blues on. There is areas though, in, isn't there one in Italy and like Japan where people live? Like the general thing is they live to be over 100 and things yeah, like that. It's exactly. just the, the lifestyles they have are sort of the reasons for that. And they've genetically evolved to be, you know, yeah. through, through these traditions that are passed down. Be healthier, stronger, fitter people. As yeah, well.
1: it is terrific. Um, Yeah, it's a... And the, so how... On a day-to-day example, could you give us day-to-day examples of how maybe a blue zone fitness is different to a normal
2: fitness? I suppose, like to be honest, it's kind of, um, it's more like it's kind of try. I always try to bring the community aspect to the gym. That, um, that I I suppose, as you look forward to coming to exercise, as you look forward to. I know that sounds pretty like like, no one really, like, some people look forward to exercise, but a lot of people just, a lot of people dread exercise, but trying to make it a bit more of a, of a, a better experience for people, like, and it's even from, from, like, I have a lot of athletes, but it's trying to take an umbrella and taking everyone in, like, it's not just, like, like, say, like, to, like, like, your mom could come train, or, say, like, Mark could come train, so there's, like, a, there's so much different aspects to it, like, it's not just, like, it's not just one type of person, like, it's all, we, we try to have an umbrella of all type of people, and I always try, I always like to have, like, um, even like like I actually get more enjoyment out of training maybe the older generation some people in their in their 50s or 60s or 70s that um, that maybe haven't trained before because it is it, they probably get more benefit out of than anyone does really um, yeah. yeah because like obviously as we get older our our, we, our muscles fade away our, our muscles start to fade and uh, by doing resistance training and that kind of, and by getting your protein right and all that kind of stuff can really slow down the aging process like and your, your muscle your, your and, and your muscle wasted so it is something that I do try to push that we do try to get like as much it's not just one it's not just one client that we try to say well, we work with a lot of athletes but I also try to get in like the older people as well and people from all, from all aspects from beginners to and to how in. do
1: you get those people in uh, do you get them in like by going into nursing homes yourself or do you uh, well
2: uh, I, to, I, to honestly a lot of my a lot of my marketing hmm. is through social media so it is quite um, right so you're so still it's, younger it's, it's not exactly, like exactly yeah so, right, is, cool. so social, social media is my biggest uh Is definitely my biggest uh, marketing scheme at the moment. I'd say. Yeah, and you're doing it extremely well. Mm -hmm. Like I, I actually do like the style of your posts. Like you put a lot of rich content, but you break it down in uh, simple sentences. And I suppose like when I, if I when I'm scrolling through Instagram, like I just know I just I don't read that much. Like I just flick through and maybe maybe if I I might read something short, but if anything's that long, I just don't. I just don't engage with it. Yeah, I think that's that's important.
1: But it's it's about. Uh, being concise as well exactly. like, and, and in delivering your message and uh, like i see graphics of breakfast um you know sample nutrition and just seeing you know instead of a text on why this food or that food just even seeing the simplicity of that food then you know okay that's a good food i can go for that so um because yeah. a lot of this can become um hyperflutant like
2: it can be um Overcomplicated. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah attention
0: spans aren't that long either when exactly. it's just scrolling awesome. through especially
2: a, especially like i know for our, our age groups i don't i don't think they are overly long like especially i think it's getting worse in fact i think it's yeah like my attention span is terrible like mm-hmm. so <laughs> it is just i i like i'm just i'm a scroll 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 flicking through stories so he's just trying to try t- trying to try engage people with as short as much as possible
1: it's a message that you love obviously and and like it's you've made a, a passion your career as well in, in, in fitness. When like in secondary school were you like, Oh, I think I'll go into fitness?
2: Um oh. I suppose I how I started in the whole thing was I got very ill when I was secondary school. I got Crohn's disease oh. and I got I was very ill there for, maybe I missed maybe a year, maybe just approximately a year overall of secondary yeah. school. Um and that's where I kinda of got into the whole nutrition and well I was always big into G A, big G A man but um, that's why I kind of decided I wanted to go down and study sports science at first and that's how I got into it in the first place how did you manage that in a personal level because I know Robbie's girlfriend has it and,
1: and I, some members of my family have it as well it's it's a disease that a lot of people have it but it's not yeah well,
2: I, always, I was thinking like obviously I was very very ill at the start and I suppose in a lot of ways I can say I've been lucky the last 10 years I haven't had any flare ups or anything that's like, that. like medication whatever well, I always think that with Crohn's disease is kind of not that it's a mental aspect but a lot of people that have it maybe are, maybe get more stressed or whatever and I'm always very very laid back I think that definitely helps um with my or how I feel constantly like and I know there's no actual evidence-based research behind that like and it would always be very evidence-based but I think when it comes to there is a massive connection between your mind and your stomach like yeah and I think that that definitely helps me but obviously that's probably a bit that's very airy-fairy. Obviously I do I do everything right, like I do try, well um, I do a lot of things right, like I do still like, I still go out, and I still drink, whatever, but um, I do try to to eat as healthy as I can So, but like the, the problem is with Crohn's disease, there is no research to say anything like that, like you could, it's some, some things affect some people, some things affect other people, there's no exact thing you should eat, there's no exact thing you shouldn't eat, um, so you just kind of have to find out yourself what works for you. Mark, I was
1: even thinking just in advance of the podcast that, like, it, this might be a good time to discuss how uh, a thing that you're um talking about a bit now or thinking about a bit is um how we, the the division between living our life and suffering. And you know, we discussed with Cathy as well how, um, if we're going to put ourselves through uh, you know training or whatever, that we may be missing out on opportunities so mm. it. it do you think... Uh, well, Cormac, what do you think... Or do, do you understand where we're coming from with that now? I
2: actually... That's that's, a, that's something I probably would have thought about maybe in my... Say very early 20s, what I thought. Like, trying to, like, completely separate out the two. Like, is it possible to do both? Like, it's, and I used to find that was impossible to do both. Like, cause obviously I was in college, you used to be going out a lot, like... And you're training. You maybe do two weeks, a lot of training, and then you'd be... You could go on the, on the beer for a week or whatever, t- three days in the week. And it just... Fucks the whole thing up, basically. Like, and it is kind of fine It's so hard to find uh, the balance between the two of them. But definitely, there, there is. I, I definitely like. I think. Like, why do we exercise in the first place? Like, why? Well, maybe like obviously, if you're if you're a professional athlete or something, it's different. Your, your livelihood is over. But why do you go out to the gym in the first place? Why do we do anything in the first place? And it's, I think, essentially, why do you go out in the first place? It's essentially to be happy, I and mean, that's that's not it. we're all we're all that's all we're all, we're all looking for is just yeah. to be is just to be happy, really. And at the end of the day, I know it sounds again airy fairy, but that's all we are. We're all searching for that, like. And if some if if you if you're someone that going out in the beer or whatever, that, if that makes you happy, that's perfectly fine. If you're someone who goes to the gym seven days a week, that makes you happy, that's perfectly fine too. But I do think that there is there is that thing of possibly not getting too obsessed with with the exercise too. And maybe trying to find trying to find that balance with don't rely to don't like I have seen lot, I've seen so much clients maybe they get really 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 in, like they get really start enjoying exercise really get but then they start thinking by going out with their friends or the mindset towards food if they go out for dinner they're, they're ruining all the progress so it is trying to find that balance of what you're happy with and knowing that you can still have a balance and still make progress like you don't have yeah. to in fact on in long term basis you probably make more progress. If you if you have if you do have the balance with your friends going out at night time, then if you're just con- trying to restrict yourself for four or five weeks and ensure you just go off the ba- off the rails altogether and you're b- you're back to the start, then. And so it's really a
1: holistic approach to exactly yeah. So uh, you're backing up what you say with what you've done. Like you you've uh, what uh, what's your um, certificate or degree in
2: that is? Yeah, uh, uh, no, I don't my I done uh, my undergrad in sports science sports science health. Yeah and I just I done, done my PT course I actually done I done plies with, with the PT course just because um, I always found myself in my core my, I always found out my core was always, always very weak after I had I had a few surgeries and stuff my core was always very weak and I found the Pilates really helped me so I tried to look into that more but I think it's important in fitness not to pin your like if you if you said if I said um, to your say your mom or your dad or whatever that, about Pilates and they'd say oh that fixed that fixed your back or whatever like the thing with Pilates is like it's not like you're probably better off. If I had an older person coming to the gym, you're probably better off getting to do like say light resistance training and all and all that kind of stuff first, um, because like Pilates isn't just one thing fix all either. Like it's kind of and it has that kind of thing. oh, like even if you still go to some physios and they say oh go to Pilates your bad back, but like why? Like it's not going to fix. It's not like lifting lifting small weights and. Getting your core, core engaged, all that kind of stuff can can have an equally beneficial beneficial effect when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, all sorts of health. But still, Pilates is, I find I find Pilates very good just for. Um, I do I do a lot. I, do, I do, I'm very. I'm a big fan of Pilates, but obviously it kind of go, coincides with my own relationship. I, I found it helped, helped me build up my core a lot, like after after the surgeries and stuff. But um, it's as I said, I could have easily done that probably. If I, if I was at the time if I was as knowledgeable as I'm, I, I am now I could have probably just done that two gym exercises too okay so, right yeah. so it's, it's, it's not like if someone says to you oh bad, bad, go do Pilates maybe that's not the one like Pilates can be quite difficult if it's not taught right too like it's uh, so it is, it is kind of a it's not a one thing fix all either like
1: yeah I suppose it's kind of related to it. you regularly do yoga and you've regularly encouraged me to join you as well is it, the yeah. same type of yeah, I, I wouldn't be big into the the spiritual aspect of yoga. I'd be more going there
0: for a stretch, like than anything yeah. else. It's good and it calms your mind down. It is it's physical meditation, like it's very good. But I don't like I don't feel the ghosts of my ancestors rushing up through <laughs> my back while I'm doing it, like
2: no not humming or anything, no God. humming or <laughs> no, anything, uh,
0: none of that. But like there is, as you're saying, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Like there's plenty exactly. of the, it's a culmination of different things, and all of them come together can like it can help there's no one solution fixes all to it like
1: yeah, no? yeah uh, you kind of mentioned it already but like there's a lot of you, you get more enjoyment from maybe engaging one to one
2: on clients than group work or um i suppose see, the way i kind of work is kind of a kind of semi private kind of thing so i their groups it's not i wouldn't I wouldn't call it exactly a class either as such like, i wouldn't call it a fitness class as such because it is kind of it's semi private person training so like there might be maybe 6 to 8 people in in a small group and you're kind of, it is very personal too, like, uh, like obviously the one-to-one is kind of different, it is kind of different, like, and it is kind of, um, how would I say, like, if someone is a complete beginner with the one-to-one, obviously would be the best option because they're getting more attention. And if I obviously, if I have eight people in front of me, I can't, it's, I can't give as much attention to eight people as it could to one person, like as such. But, um, no, like I, the one-to-one obviously is, it's a lot more personal, um, and that's why I would have started off working in Dublin it would have been all one to one. But as moved down back down to Galway, it would have been more more groups. Like so, it is. It's honestly it's nice to have a. It is nice to have a mixture because the groups can be quite tiring too when you're running around. The one to one can be a bit more relaxed, in a yeah. relaxed environment. Uh,
1: you, it, it, a lot of one to one work must involve a lot of trust in seeing where a person is and trying to guide them and bring them to a place. Is that? Would you find that in your work? Yes,
2: yeah, so of course. Like it's like it was like anything I really like that. Um, I suppose like a lot of people starting off in the gym um are very they're kind of they're almost scared they're almost scared. I like, have seen that especially recently since I you know a lot of people are scared of kind of going to a gym like and it's it's probably something that I probably never really thought about before, really, because I was always brought up in GA, and I started going to the gym when I was sixteen and it was something that I I suppose I just never never had to think about. Like I was always athletic. And I think was well, this kind of maybe contributes to someone maybe why is someone more overweight when they're older maybe or because like if you think about, would say like if you are someone who is under, I say if you are a good underage footballer, say for instance, you're probably more inclined, you 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 lay enjoyment to, to exercise more, so than someone who maybe went to school who hated doing PE or who hated exercising in all, all aspects, and it's so much harder for them then when they get older to to find something that they like. Like I I've always enjoyed exercise because I was kind of quote unquote maybe go to something like go to something go to some exercise. When it's so hard for someone who hasn't been good at exercise to go to start going to a gym and. Who just maybe mightn't be as athletic growing up as they were as someone else would have been, and it's not to be ashamed of anything. But it's just harder then to, for them to adapt. But when they get into it, they're, they're perfectly fine, and they're they're as good as anyone. Then it was just matter trying to find the exercise that you do like that you that you do enjoy doing, and finding I suppose like finding your tribe. I think that's why CrossFit maybe has gone so well in the last few years because I think um maybe some like maybe someone who maybe hasn't. um well, about obviously people who go to do crossfit are very good, at, very good at athletes in school. There's obviously some some other maybe people who do crossfit maybe might be great athletes in school and and define define and might be involved in a team maybe and now they find themselves in a team in a team scenario. That's why I think crossfit do so well because it's a community, the big community aspect, and that's I think that's why it's it's grown so big, and that's why like that's that's probably the, that's probably the main reason why it's grown so big actually. So this is generally people that are like returning to sport, but like yeah. you, you do have people that like
1: are in sport at the moment and come yeah. to you seeking a fresh approach or yeah. a, a new way. Yeah,
2: I suppose like with my, um we've got quite a, quite a lot of athletes at the moment, and um, I suppose the way I'd view it is that I'm trying to start with the the reason why I have so much athletes. I suppose is because as Mark or anyone that plays GA probably tell you that like as you're saying with the yoga, they were all like like I know for myself being a GA player, I'm I, I was ridiculously unflexible ridiculous and not saying you have to be flexible to be a GA player but I was just my mobility was horrendous and that's why I always try to you kind of start from the ground up so really start building like instead of just going in lifting 100 kilo back squat or whatever it is that you suddenly start off maybe seeing where, what the, where the weaknesses are first and start working on the weakness maybe the hip mobility might be bad and that's why like that could be causing a certain hamstring injury or why do you keep like i suppose like find out what, what your weakness is and your, your hamstring injury might be necessary coming from a weak hamstring say for instance it might be coming from a weak glute or your tight hips or it might be it could even come from from your calf so there's, there's, there's so much different ways of looking at looking at things and things like. Obviously, like you get to a stage when you do need like if you look, say for instance if you look at a Dublin player like they're at the stage now where they have they're they've completely started from scratch and they've they've probably been working on this since they're fourteen. Obviously, I think you are down around here. We're probably maybe I would say we are probably a bit late to late to the party. And I'd say even some of our like some, especially I know being from Wicklow, there probably probably these county players maybe that maybe maybe hadn't been to the gym since until they they went to the county team. Like so, it's kind of that's pretty unbelievable too in this day and age but that's fun though yeah so that's probably why
1: we've seen a, ra- a rise in like personal trainers uh, yeah. because people need people like you yeah, yeah, yeah. that's generally yeah, the way the way it is yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, thankfully there has been a good bit of a rise in it. <laughs> <laughs> good
1: stuff um, oh yeah Cruciates um,
0: oh uh, yeah I got a Snapchat today off uh Rory Heflin who asked who asked me who was coming on this week and I told him it was Cormac who was on and he said, "Will you ask him about all the Crown Ford players getting their cruciates injured lately? And oh, yeah. like, what is what is the cause of G- so many GA players doing the cruciate?
1: Because like, how we know how many people who do the cruciates, particularly in the there's been a spate of them in the last few weeks. Though. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, uh...
2: it's it's an interesting one. It's actually I've it like had even had one um, own own boy was in and he has been with me and he's he's done a he done his last weekend like, and it's it's uh, and again it's always like." The first thing as being as being as a trainer or being someone who works with a lot of GA players is like that. Knowing like how how hard it is to be be out of a sport is so, and as you feel, almost feel sick for the, for them, like cause you know how like how much effort they put in, how much time they put in to put into their sport, like that's that's the most. It's firstly this was level, that's the most second thing about it, but unfortunately that's just the nature of sport, and that's what we that's what we we all have to enjoy that like. And I was actually talking, I wanted one of the, one of the crown 4 players actually done his cruciate there in this morning, actually, because his, his surgery is in two weeks. And he has to, like, kind of, it's like a prehab, prehab surgery, so, like, just makes the rehab a, a slight bit easier, like, not overly, not, not a massive amount easier, but it just makes things run smoothly on the far end of the surgery. And we were just having a chat, and he was saying up in Sanctuary, like, this is actually the second time he's done it now. And... It's there is a 2% chance of you doing the, sa- the same knee. On the research they've done in Sanitri, there's a 2% chance of you doing the same knee again. So it's quite low and a 6% chance of doing the opposite knee. So um, it's, it's, it's quite, I, I found that quite an interesting uh, interesting statistic. 60. Like, no, six, six 60, percent, 60, six, 60?
0: No, 6%. 60% increased chance if you
2: knew one it's, that you're going to do the other? Uh, 6%. 6 six, oh, And I think yeah. like on the a, on a scheme of things, if we look at um, GA players as a whole, it's probably... If you're looking at, GA, as I said, if you're looking at GA players as a whole, like are we moving, are we moving correctly, Um are we when we're doing our twists? Like it, it is obviously very small. Like that's obviously still very small, um, small percentage. But as you said, like there is so much. It seems to be, especially this year, I find there seems to be more uh, crucial than ever. But I think is it, it like I had um actually uh, <laughs> I put my own podcast there now. But I had my own yeah. But I had a uh, the guy a guy from America is. Um, a doctor from america on over there when we we're during the lockdown we we're just chatting about like how i was just asking him a question about how ga players how we during the lockdown we we're just all doing 10ks and we we're all doing 5ks and all that kind of stuff funny like and he said like he told he told a story of in the, the, the nfl um back i think about 10 years ago the nfl or maybe it could be even longer maybe 15 years ago in the nfl there was a a a longer off lay of of off season, so they weren't back training maybe till late August or September, and they didn't have as they didn't have much as much pre pre or preseason done. And Achilles tendon tendon and cruciate injuries shot up to the roof, and it was the reason because a lot of them were doing like long distance running, but they weren't doing like the short the short, really short sharp sharp kind of stuff like, and that's all about it going. You might get away with that for a few weeks, and you might get away with it for even when you get back training, you might get away with it for a few weeks. But if there is any sort of weakness there around the body, there is a there is a possibility then that that's that's how it um, how it implodes. Yeah, there's no but, twisting or turning in long distance either. Exactly, if you're sprinting.
0: Right. You are know,
2: going left, right. right. You're going. To, exactly. You're going to it, it is is so much, and it's even even the force going through the body. There's a massive force going through the body. But then again, there is a thing like that. We all are only amateur players, like, and the thing is, like, we're all sitting, maybe say someone's working on a farm during the day, and then they're going out to play in GA time or someone's maybe sitting in an office all day so there is like we're all are only amateur players and there is a it is a competitive sport and it's like it's something that always kind of annoys me when I hear like people saying about CrossFit like that oh she re- really high chance of injury but that same person could be playing rugby so like and I'm not saying like I'm a massive pro CrossFit I'm not saying up but like the thing is like CrossFit is a sport as well like and rugby is a sport so like if you are taking part in a sport you're just more inclined, you're more inclined to get injured. And unfortunately, that's just one of the things you have to undertake. And obviously, I think it's the mindset then when it comes to when you do have that cruciate injury or whatever, that getting back to a stronger, or maybe even stronger again. Yeah. And
1: have you helped people with cruciate injury? Yeah, and-
2: cruciate. I suppose like the thing is, there's something I always, when I'm trying to work with, probably the first thing I started off, maybe the, uh, the post surgery thing is that we'd sit down, maybe, and even, even instead of going through exercise, we'd sit down. And I think we'd probably plan, um, obviously the physio gives them gives them, an I in contact with, the, constant contact with the physio. But I think the biggest thing when it comes to an injury and a long-term injury like that is that we that you plan, that you can sit set down and set a plan, set goals for yourself and like process goals. Where do you want to be at this stage? Where do you want to be? It's so easy to come back from a cruciate injury and have your knee strong, come back two stone overweight. And like, mm. if you're coming back from an injury, you want to be as fitter, fitter than everyone, it should be leaner than you, than you were before so it is it is a matter of trying to find that, that balance and like it's such like a crucial injury is such i'm not going to say it, it's a, such a shit time for you like it's going it's going to be like i've never done a tank you, but it is such a lot six six to nine months out of a sport and that rehab is i've seen guys to go through the rehab it's horrendous like it is very tough and it's also really boring like mark probably tell you playing ga um like pulling a hamstring or whatever, like even a rehab for a hamstring strain is just, it's a pain in the arse. No one does it like, and that's just, like physio tell you, go to a physio and you're saying, oh, do this. And she don't do it like they're going to. So it is a matter of, um, find, a, find the process goals and find your, find the goal in each, maybe four weeks. Okay. You should be at this point in four weeks time. You should be at this point. But then even maybe making a life, maybe making that more towards even your life, like then saying, okay. Um, why do I want to get to this place in four weeks? Why do I want to get back to playing the sport in the first place? and all that kind of stuff so really bringing all that back down and having that even if you're start, if someone's starting on a weight loss journey yeah you always have to find you find a why first before you before you go on it and i said that's another area for cool. quote or whatever, but it is finding your why is is the most important thing i think yeah but you
1: in that you've kind of revealed that you're trying to get to, towards a place of
2: um changing someone's habitual routines isn't that the case that? exactly yeah and it's it's as suppose as like when it comes, I suppose when it comes to an injury, it, the problem is, I suppose the first few weeks, like, you're just, you are going to be very down, and that's just unfortunate, but it's trying to, trying to get someone out with that, as fast as possible, is obviously, I mean, letting them know that, like, the faster they can get back up on their feet, and get back going, the faster they'll, they'll be back playing.
1: Yeah. So. Um, obviously a lot of is habits, we, we've discussed it before in this podcast, but like, just on an own, on your own personal level, like, you have to get up pretty early, I suppose, to for the gym. Um, like, are there days when you even struggled to, like, oh, sure, you?
2: Sure, of course, like, so I say, yeah. like, they, like, say, an average, like, a lot, I've actually tanked the higher two girls recently, but before that, like, say, an average day might have been getting up at five and not not being, getting out of the gym till 10 o'clock, like, um, and, like, so that's obviously, you get, you'd have maybe three or four hours off in the middle of the day, Um, and, not, like, I'll be completely honest, for about, I'd say, when I opened the business first, my gym went out the window altogether, like, it was just lack of sleep and I, just, I was going I was really bad and at the, I suppose maybe when I get lockdown came uh I kind of I kind of said to myself that when the first thing I was going to do when I got back open I was going I was going to hire someone I was going to because you do you do need to find you need, like that's what like that's not someone who's really busy someone you do like and everyone we're all busy in our own way like and I just finding that find that like like I said like there is there is some form of exercise that, that you will like. There is some form of exercise like, and I I genuinely I do like going. I like going to the gym. I don't I don't hate it too much. Like, but at the same time, like you do kind of. I said like life life gets in the way sometimes, and it's not the biggest thing is not to beat yourself up. It's just realizing not and trying to put yourself first and trying to. I suppose like, as I, if you're someone who likes going to go to gym or you're someone who likes to exercise, trying trying to find that time, and you feel you feel so much better for it. Like, but I said like I I've, I've gone through times in my life where I've just completely it's gone out the window as well like so I, I suppose i was kind of knowing that and then knowing to re, i suppose maybe just taking a step back and realizing that and getting back getting back to where you want to be and maybe as i say going back setting the goals and where you want to be at a certain point in your life
1: yeah as you mentioned like the lockdown kind of did that did that for all of us really and you um you kind of brought that to people as well in the form of your podcast as well mm-hmm. um when did you start the podcast
2: um, I started. It's actually just a year there. Um, it was a year, just the year there in June. Um, I was started. I, I, I went up to a kind of a mentorship thing. I don't know. If I was doing a maybe six month mentorship thing under Brian Keane in up in Galway, and uh, we, I went up a few times during the six months to him, And he said something that would I'd like to do by the end of it would be start my own podcast. life, and he said like, every day you leave is a day too late because I think like, um there is so much fitness podcast coming through now all the time, right? Like, so much fitness podcast coming through. And he was right, really. Cause like, the, obviously you use, like use as no, now like that, like the more, like the more podcasts is the less people. And even like when it comes to sound quality and everything like now, it makes such a difference. Like, um, so it is, it is important. Like, and I said, like, so the, the podcasting is something it's been great to connect with people from all around the world, like from, and someone like, I have been, been very lucky with the guests and actually over lockdown, I guess I got unbelievable guests that I'd never thought I'd be able to get because, so people had more time on their hands and as uh, Brian Keenan said to me when I started this I was like how do, how do I get guests on the podcast how do I do and he just said well just throw shit against the wall and see what it sticks like so he started DMing DMing everyone and see, see, see how it went and thankfully I got, got a good few guests on in time.
1: Speaking of which um, it would be great if the American doctor
2: you had on who yeah, was that? Um, Dr. Jacob Harden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot so of people it, would be interested. That's a very interesting one. Yeah. So it's um, he's he's very good as well. And when it comes to pain management, that kind of stuff, he's very it's very interesting.
1: And you're very good at coming up with witty uh, names, for them. like yeah, the espresso and um, yeah, 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 yeah. Where where is there a meaning behind each name? Do you think,
2: or like how how do you think of them even? Well, I suppose like with just with the espresso, I was just it was kind of just there was, I wanted I don't know for the first two weeks of lockdown, like I was like naively thinking that it was only going to be two weeks at a time when I closed gym first said I'll bring a podcast for the next two weeks or whatever uh, every day for the next two weeks and that's how the espresso started um, but um, obviously after that like, it's, been quite a, it's been quite a mad six months hasn't it yeah yeah, crazy really we got so caught up in the blue zone we forgot the flash flood
3: young people of Ireland they have no respect for the Gardaí at all anymore You just don't see it right and you can see that in in the way in the actions of the young people Now I sound I sound like a real old lad saying this but you just don't see it people don't have that respect For the guards anymore when we were young. It's yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, whatever the guard says Went for the fear you would get a fucking good root and kick in the hole and be sent on home by the local sergeant That day and age is gone, right? Young lads have no fear anymore and it comes down to a couple of things guards going around in in slow cars and you see these lads going around in Subaru and Pretzes. guards won't catch a lad in a Subaru and Pretza, but like you look at the crime statistics they're all up, drugs are up, drive-by shootings are up dog nappings are up, nothing being done about it and like I've no statistics on, on hoes and bitches getting slapped upside their heads, but I'm sure it's up there as well the, the guards I don't know whether the guards or young people Need a good, strong talk for themselves But someone needs a fucking talking to, And crime needs to be sorted out It's just, the town has gone to shit so I, I look I,
1: Every flash flood baffles But for me anyway, that one left me thinking I just couldn't I, I find it hard to agree with him I understand the premise of where he's coming from Of like, crime being on the rise And we need our people freaking fighting crime better But, I don't know When I was a young lad, where, where, did I fear a guard or did I say yes sir no sir three bags well I certainly didn't anyway did you Mark yeah oh did you I don't know about you
0: and your rebellious streak Michael but I respected (laughs) authority (laughs) no I definitely agree with this I agree on the fact that the guards aren't aren't as respected as they were I agree also that priests aren't as respected as they were really oh yeah priests were the man they were the celebrity the local celebrity like of the the parish or whatever, and now sure I haven't seen the priest in Castle for a long time. Okay, you used to see more priests, I'd say, because you've got a mass, but maybe that's no, no whatever. No.
1: <laughs> whatever about that, like it's just that you s- so I, do I we need to bow down to these more? <laughs> huh? it, what, like, we don't respect
0: authority, there's no, and it's a good thing, I think, because these people have no real power, but they used to, we used to assume they do, if you know what I mean. <sighs>
2: I'm not with the guards, you know, the priests. (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe we should start this conversation again.
0: (laughs) I think what James is getting at is that, like, yeah, we don't have as much respect for authority as we used to anymore. And I don't know if it's good or a bad thing.
2: Probably that's by a valid point, I'd say. Right. No, When I was
1: growing up, I... Look. I... You threw stones at guard. Cards. No, but I didn't hear pleasant <laughs> things being said about guards. Like, you know, I just don't think this change has happened. I, there was a lot more fear struck into you now by the
0: mention of the guards getting involved in things, I think, than there is Maybe nowadays. it was because you lived
1: in Castletown and, like, the guards going out to Castletown. Like, that's a 20 minute drive. Yeah, you know, like, something big with it. Yeah, Where they here. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. See, this is. It's also
0: completely unscientific. (laughs) Okay, game time. The dickie bow's on. Welcome to the show, Cormac. Thank you for coming today. (laughs) (laughs) Today's game is a game of hypothetical situations called What If. So, we'll start with the first question. What if you were a child soccer prodigy? The next big thing... But your club shuts down and you have to choose a new one. Do you choose Gory Celtic or Gory Rangers? And why?
2: I'm sure I say Gory Rangers because I have I have no affiliation to any of them, so it's not. Well, never, I'm, Rangers colours on you, I've never heard of Gory Celtic, I think so. I don't know anyone who plays for myself. So. The Power Rangers do it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what if your protein shake was somehow spiked with alcohol and you ended up drunk on a night out in Gory? Where is your preferred vendor to soak up all that poison protein? Is it the Mingarden, Garden,
2: Mazzoni's, or Sorrento's? It's a, it's a tough one oh, well, now. Um, I suppose i have to go for Mazzoni, as I say, that's where usually where I end up. Anyway. So, yeah, you, I choice, without, even, without even thinking about it, yeah, we'll I, I went through
0: a phase of eating a breakfast pizza anytime I was drunk, <laughs> a full one, he got to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Next then uh, What if you wake up the next morning after this night And you're still feeling in need of the, some TLCR Which stands for tender loving chicken roll <laughs> Where do you go
2: for your chicken roll It uh, has to be P H style, generally.
0: Well that's yeah, interesting Yeah, yeah. The, They're the winner of our yeah, uh, Well win- more on this to come More on yeah. this later <laughs> uh, What if you go have a sudden change of heart And you decide to join the music industry Instead of the fitness one And start a cover band Do you go with classic rock and form Fleetwood Cormac? (laughs) Or emulate the powerhouses of pop under the name of Cormac Boyzone Fitness?
2: Oh, that's a a tough one. (laughs) Um, I'd I'd probably like trying to sound... (laughs) I'm probably going to have to say, uh, what was the Fleetwood Fleetwood Cormac? Cormac. You wouldn't be Boyzone though. (laughs) Well, I... That's what I want that's what I want to say but I can't say that though, just... <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go with the people corner right
0: what if it's all Ireland final day Wexford are 2 points down with 5 seconds left and a penalty facing into hill 16 is given in front of the dubs you're selected to take it would you rather score and win but in all the excitement you cack your shorts and the most public of stages <laughs> or do you miss and stay dry as a bone?
2: Well, it depends. Though, is this for expert or week So for... Oh, <laughs> it was for week Okay, we'll let you have Wicklow. Okay, yeah. ah, definitely shit myself. We're <laughs> yeah. we doing a layer and even anyway if you won. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what if you meet the love of your life? She's a ten out of ten in every single category. Woman of your dreams. You want. You're going to marry her, but. She reveals after a year into the relationship that she has an OnlyFans account. What do you do?
2: That's a, it's a, it's a tough one. <laughs> I struggle with this one.
0: Someone asked me this the other day
2: and I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know now. Wouldn't be ideal, <laughs> to say the, say the least. May yeah, I come in on, on this game? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that got your attention. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, leaving my own relationship aside <laughs> um, I think <laughs> <laughs> You never know You never know I think she's breached trust By holding the OnlyFans account From you for a whole year mm, Yeah But only for that reason
0: Only for that reason Yeah
1: If she not bought it at the start But well, then we'd have to have A, a strong discussion And a strength a Strength weakness Opportunities Threats analysis done, a SWOT analysis So you are have a cut of it why When are we going to A gold tooth And pick it with a knife <laughs> 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 Speaking of which, yeah, there are a lot of documentaries about sugar <laughs> daddies going around at the moment. So that is a trend, so there's yeah sugar daddies. Yeah, there was yeah. a documentary there at the moment. So. Making
2: solid money from it, I <laughs> suppose. Like it's not I suppose there's not wrong with it, like, but well, wouldn't be ideal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather other things happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um next, what if you could become instantly a master of any one skill?
2: What would it be and why? It's a tough one now. Is that like any like so? What's the skill like? Say, anything, singing, knitting, climbing ladders, anything. <laughs> um, I don't know. I suppose like singing would be a good one. I suppose wouldn't it? Good oh be able, yeah, be good yeah. to be able to sing like That'll when you're dark and you're banned. Like come on, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I <laughs> boys don't get away for a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, what if you suffered a bad head injury and ended up losing some parts but not all of your memory? Would you rather forget who you were or who everyone else is?
2: Oh, that's a down. one. Uh, I'd say everyone else, sir. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> but at least you can, you start, you can start over, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it is. It's been a long time people telling you all these things about yourself that you do and you don't know. Mm. It's like, I didn't do that, I swear. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if you could morph into any one specific animal at any time? What animal would it be and why? You can
2: morph back, by the way. <laughs> um, animal, I suppose like cats, fairly handy life, isn't it? Lazy. That's true. Yeah. I'm not what, a massive cat fan, really? now, but like would be handy, like climb trees. Yeah. It, see, uh, the thing is,
0: ha- it would have to be something. If I was going to live here, that I could blend in. You know, I couldn't be a jaguar in Gory. I'd <laughs> have to be like a sparrow or something. You'd probably uh,
2: be you be a trouble if you're a jaguar in Gory. Yeah. It'd be, in Dublin Zoo very quick you know.
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. a bird would
2: be good on you. you'd see a lot like. a bird yeah a bird would probably be good
0: a kite maybe what would you be Michael?
1: I like the idea of a bird but I thought I would not like to be a miniature pygmy goat actually <laughs> <laughs> you've thought about this one before
0: why a pygmy goat?
1: they just look so happy and free and furry and oh, there's just so many positive attributes <laughs> we should get one out here, yeah, for, uh, yeah, Paper Tuesdays. Paper Tuesdays the gold. <laughs> what if aliens invade
0: Cranford and use <laughs> the blue zone as their base? They plan to overthrow you- humanity and use us as slaves, but they choose you to be their leader. You will be the king of the aliens, but if you decline, you'll be murdered. What do you do?
2: <laughs> well, because I'm from Kulkenau, I'd probably go for king of the aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A fine community centre like the aliens would get on really well there you know
2: fair old show, good gym yeah. <laughs> toilet well, not much well more trained. you need really <laughs> <laughs> kitchen <laughs> oh, uh,
0: what if you came on to paper Tuesdays and actually enjoyed yourself this is a difficult one to imagine I know but would you recommend it to a friend to listen to
2: 100% yeah it's great great chat deadly yes
1: RTE did winning streak Actually I think winning streak Was the longest one running Game show in the world Why didn't they just go to you Mark And you'd come up With a new game show Every week
0: Marty was writing All the fucking staff And <laughs> all <the> of <video. laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh it's time for your Horoscope Cormac. Um, I don't know your your. Uh, um, I think I'm I, I think I'm a Virgo September that's Virgo Virgo
1: That's great Because I've just got The Virgo one here Cormac <laughs> 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 slow down Take it easy With Pluto colliding with Jupiter It's time to recover and return to the senses Be mindful that your yellow flower of destiny Becomes brighter The more you let your stars do the work for you
2: I just find it so ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> That could pass for a real one I'd say yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sure. Look, There you are That's okay. your horoscope so, uh, Slow down Oh sorry karma. But now <laughs> We have a much awaited thing Because we have a riddle Our second riddle Our second
0: riddle That I, I wrote about Three weeks ago And I've been for, Forgetting to Broadcast Since So Our next riddle What prize will we give Same prize again
1: Or what about Actually What if we jazz it up Like I don't know we, It's a lot of money We, mm. we could give them Like I, I got a new plant And I uh, A rose <laughs> we give Yes them a, okay A pot of roses okay. Or something. Yeah okay You can I win know. A plant
0: To win the fiver, I don't know. A plant and a fiver, okay. (laughs) To win the plant and the fiver, please solve this riddle. Stop for a drink at this small stream of mine. All that you need here, you will find.
3: Yeah,
1: they're very good, Mark. Nice. When when do you (laughs) think of them? When do I think
0: of them? Um, In the shower. I'd oh, say yeah, probably. In,
2: in the sea. In the sea, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, mystic, <laughs> mystic. Ma- mystic, Mar. mystic. Yeah. Mar, yeah. It's time
1: for the best 30 seconds of your life, Cormac. Um. <laughs> <laughs> should, should I leave? <laughs> I just stay in the room, Have we decided on what... Uh,
0: Right, comics. So I'm going to give you a topic and you have to give as many uh, words associated to this topic within 30 seconds and we'll see what you get at the end of it. So that, how many you were able to give is your score. Cool. Uh, we have a leaderboard at the minute. Our guest last week, Cady Costlow, got 14.
1: So you have 14 to beat. Mark Redmond has... T- 11. Ten, is it 10. I think 10. 10 and Gavin Stamp has 7. Gavin 7. So you have 14 to beat. 3, 2, 1 and go. We didn't give him a topic. Oh, sorry. (laughs)
0: We may start that again. So
2: your topic, Carbrook, is exercises. Uh, Three, two, one, go. Bicep curl, hammer curl, um, barbell curl, (laughs) uh, deadlift, Romanian deadlift, trap bar deadlift, um, shoulder dumbbell shoulder press, barbell shoulder press, military press, lateral raise, frontal raise, uh, calf raise, leg extension. Um, Hampton Curl um, oh. Chest Press Dumbbell chest press Barbell chest press oh. Jeez, That was a good one it it
3: a Sharp
1: inclusion there at the end That was clever uh, three. Oh, you know how to do it 18, 18. Well done <laughs> Might be a few crossovers there now but sure. Uh, sure look well, you're a top little e-bird. oh look uh, We've learned a hell of a lot from you, and keep up the great work, uh, sure, look your, your yellow flower destiny is still going to shine brightly, I believe. It's outside from now. It's- <laughs> <laughs>